Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to For God So Loved the Mom, a podcast for all things mom life, growing in your faith, and raising the next generation of Jesus warriors. I'm your host, Casey Prouty. I'm a full-time working mom and fellow kingdom warrior, and I am so excited to be here with you. So grab your coffee or your wine and get comfy as we talk about this beautifully chaotic journey that we call motherhood. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are on our second full episode of For God So Love the Mom, uh, and I'm so excited. Today, we are going to talk about mom guilt. Oh, the joys of mom guilt. We all have it. We've all had it. We're all going to continue to have it. So, let me tell you a story. Probably one of my biggest mom fails to date. And my kiddo is six. So, I'm sure I have plenty of time left for more. I am sitting here holding a small set of keys. And one of them has a burnt edge on it. And to most people, these would just look like, I don't know, a raggedy set of keys. But to me, these keys remind me of a day that I know God was watching over my child. So, back up about this time, uh, three years ago. Wyatt would have been three. My husband at the time was working. So, Wyatt and I were at home uh, by ourselves. I was working on Christmas gifts for the team that I worked on, um, along with some family gifts and friend gifts and all that kind of stuff and I'm really big on on handmade things so um, we were playing Christmas music and he probably had a Christmas movie on his tablet at the time and he was sitting in there in the other room with me and we were just doing our Christmas thing and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear something start to crackle kind of The light above me started to flicker. Then there was a huge pop. And all the lights went out. When the lights went out, Wyatt started to scream. When I walked over to my three-year-old to pick him up to find out why he was screaming... It was then that I realized that he had found my small little money box that we used when we did fundraisers and, um, you know, small little craft shows and such, what we kept our, our cash in. And I, it rarely ever got used, but it stayed in, in my office at the house um, with the keys so that if myself or my mom needed it, we knew where it was. So he had found my money box. He had found the tiny set of keys that goes with it. 
And he took this tiny set of keys and stuck it in the outlet on the wall. He burned one of these keys so much that it melted the end of it off in the actual outlet. Um, I know how lucky we were. I know it could have been much worse. He walked away scared to death with a tiny, tiny little burn mark um, across one of his fingers and a tiny little spot on the palm of his hand where uh, the ring of the keys was touching when it hit the outlet. So, of course, I called my husband and my mom frantic trying to figure out what do I need to look for how to you know do I need to do anything he looks like he's fine I don't know we got the power back on and power to that outlet shut off until we could change the out the whole outlet out since it now had a piece of a key stuck in it and it can't be used But, let's see, that was three years ago. So, that would have been in 2018. In 2012, um, my family lost our house to a house fire. uh, Six days before Christmas. So, this brought about... A whole flood of of memories from that and worried about whether or not this tiny piece of this key was going to spark that outlet to, you know, set this house on fire. And mom guilt like nothing I have ever felt before. I think my kiddo slept with me that night too because I just needed him to be close to me where I could see him, feel him, touch him. I think he got ice cream for dinner even that night, more than likely. Um, But yeah. I think I cried majority of the rest of the evening. Mom guilt. It'll do a number to you. The problem is, is that we as moms hold ourselves to a different standard. And in those moments, I think we forget that we all make mistakes. That we are not perfect. That we're not going to be the perfect mother as much as we would love to be. Because I forgot. The rest of the evening while I sat in the recliner with you know, my three-year-old in my lap, who was perfectly fine for the most part by the end of the night, watching Christmas movies and laughing and hugging his mama. I forgot that other moms make mistakes too. It's not just me. And I'm probably not the only mother whose kid has gotten a hold of something and stuck it in an outlet either. 
But in that moment, we feel like we are the only one. And how could I let this happen to my child, to my baby, to my toddler? Because in my mind, everything floods you that you should have done. We should have been more careful and I should have been watching him. And the second that he got a little bit more quiet than he was before, I should have checked on him and I should have made sure that he was okay. And I should have made sure that things like these tiny keys weren't, you know, where he could get them. But we're moms. We're human. We're human. That's the key word. We're human. We make mistakes. And that's okay. Mom guilt comes um, in a lot of different forms. And we get it for a multitude of reasons. We feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders and everybody is watching what we're doing. And we have to live up to the expectations of society and what society says moms should do. And should I do this? And should I do that? And should we go all natural? And should we not? And should we make our own baby food? And well, can he have this piece of candy? If we work, we're made to feel guilty about the fact that we're not at home. And if we're at home all day, then we're made to feel guilty about the fact that we don't contribute We are in charge of making sure the dishes are done and the clothes are folded and the house is clean and homework is done and everybody's fed and baths are taken along with the other responsibilities of being an adult. We still have bills to pay and we have responsibilities outside of our household and outside of our children. But we're not supposed to feel that way. Did you know that? We feel mom guilt for everything, don't we? I mean, yes, you feel pride, you feel love, but you we feel guilt for everything. And majority of the time, at the end of the day, when our kids are in bed and we have, I don't know, 0.5 seconds to ourselves to sit and think... That is normally what we do. And we overthink things and we think too hard and we think too long. And we wonder, you know, were we patient enough? Did I yell at them or too much? Did I, you know, read to them enough? Did we play enough? Did I love on them enough? Did I listen enough? Was I being firm enough or not too firm? Or did I give in when I really shouldn't have? And did I lose my cool and not stay calm when I really should have? Should, you know, do I need to get my kids involved with more? Should they be in more activities or should they stay home? This kid likes his tablet and he learns better this way. This one likes to draw and be outside. But then we feel mom guilt for not living up to the standards of other moms too. We're not pretty enough. We're not as popular. We're not Pinteresty enough. Is that a thing? That's a thing, right? That's a thing. We need more money. We don't have enough money. We need to provide more for our kids. We're not spiritual enough. Will our kids see Jesus in us? Will they understand what faith looks like by watching us 
Are we enough of a role model? Are we a faithful enough mom? Do we pray over our children enough? Would our kids be disappointed in us if something happened to us right now? Everything. We feel guilty over everything. And even though we don't realize what we're doing, we are comparing ourselves to every other mom in society. Even though we tell ourselves we don't need to. I am not the same mom as you. I'm not the same mom as my mom was. I'm not the same mom as my sister-in-law is. But we're not supposed to feel guilty and walk around with guilt. If you're a type A mom, you never feel like you're, you know, meeting the standards. You always feel like you can do better. You always feel like there's something else you could be doing or could have done or, you know, need to be doing in the future. But we compare ourselves to any and everything around. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure you're guilty of it. When my son was little, I compared him to other kids his age. Well, this kid is saying, you know, two and three words already. Mine wasn't. When he got up into preschool, my nephew was in preschool at the same time. My nephew is six months younger than my son. My nephew, you could spell words for him and he could write them out. Mine had trouble and struggled to learn how to write his letters. I had mom guilt for that. Am I not teaching him enough? And am I, am I not sitting down with him and working with him enough? But my son is not my nephew, nor my nephew is my son. They're different. They're different kids. They were in different schools. They were not in the same preschool. They were taught differently. They were in different school systems. They have different parents. We all do things different. But we can work through that mom guilt. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that I can fix it and that I'm going to give you some ways that mom guilt just goes away. I can't negate mom guilt from your life. But we can talk about how to beat it, how to work through it. How to help ourselves get over the little speed bump whenever we do hit one. How to straighten ourselves back up if we hit a pothole in the road. So here's the first thing. Right? God can use your guilt for good. Did you know that? Why would he want to? Because... Guilt ain't a great feeling. But. Guilt is a heart call. Your heart recognizes that there's been a breach somewhere that we we need to fix. But guilt can be a good thing. It can be used as a gift. To alert us to 
an issue that needs to be addressed. I felt terrible when my light switch basically just exploded in my office. But I also learned that the things that I think that my three-year-old was not paying attention to, he was. He saw those tiny little keys. He was three. They're curious. They're fascinated by different things. I had him down where he could reach them. I felt terrible. But I fixed it. It also made me more conscious in the future about tiny little things that maybe I thought he wasn't paying attention to. Or maybe I wasn't paying attention to them and I thought maybe if I didn't notice them, he didn't either. But be careful because the devil can use guilt to his advantage too. He can tell us that we, you know, should feel guilty when in actuality we should not. He can paint a picture of the unachievable goals of the image of motherhood and make us feel guilty for not achieving them, for not living up to certain standards and use it to to paralyze us. To give us that that anxiety. Look, I was ridden with anxiety for probably a good week after he got a hold of those keys. I was on edge and overly conscious about where he was and what he was doing. And may have even more so kind of taken him away from doing certain things so that I could avoid the same thing happening in the future. It paralyzed me. Instead of letting him play like I had been letting him play, it was, mm, no, I think he's better off sitting here and coloring a picture. Or he can sit with me and play on his tablet. Because he was there with me. But that's not helping him grow. And the devil doesn't want that. The devil does not want us to help these children grow. To be faithful, strong, independent individuals. So he tries to grab us with guilt to paralyze future moves or to to keep us from maybe doing something that we probably would have done had X, Y, and Z not happen. Here's another thing. We all have to accept, and you can say that you accept it, but actually accepting it is different. We all have to accept That we are not and will never be perfect. We want to be. We want to be perfect. We want to be good enough. 
We want to live up to standards. We want everybody to, to see how good of a mom we are. But we will never be the perfect mom. The only perfect person who has ever walked this earth was Jesus himself. Just him. No one else. Jesus' mom was not perfect. And I'm sure she made her share of mistakes. The fact is, is that we are never going to be good enough if we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people. Listen to me, hard-headed people, including myself. I'm repeating this again, even for myself. We are never going to be good enough if we keep comparing our journey of motherhood to someone else's. We're just not. We're always going to lack something. We're always going to miss something. We're always going to not be doing something a certain way. That's just how it is. You know, a lot of Christians talk about, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman. But she wasn't perfect either. Jesus's mom. Jesus's mom herself was not perfect. And we will never be. We have to do better as moms, as women, as parents in allowing ourselves to accept our own journey of motherhood and not saying my path is supposed to look like her path is supposed to look like her path is supposed to look like her path. Because truth be told, somebody might be on, you know, the smooth path of motherhood at the moment. Others, like myself, might be on the rocky, uneven, dirt road of motherhood. When Wyatt was smaller and he was a baby, he was one of the easiest, most laid-back, chill babies ever. And I thought for sure if he started out that way, he was going to continue that way. I was wrong. Because he is none of those things now at six years old. Y'all, my six-year-old son called me bruh the other day. Okay? Nobody prepares you for that. And he has an attitude some days that I would swear was created by the devil himself. And I can honestly say that I'm sure he gets it honest. So my mama, if you're listening to this, I know he gets it from me. I'm sure I was the same way. But we're never going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to continue to make mistakes. And I don't think that it ever stops. And that's okay. (laughs) 
And the last thing that I'll leave you with is being a humble, imperfect, work in progress type of mom is always better than attempting and portraying ourselves as the perfect mom. Because whether you believe it or not, also your children don't want a perfect mom. If you go to YouTube and you watch some of the interviews that kids have done, um, or that people have done with kids, where their parents are in another room, and these are usually younger kids, but and they ask them just a series of questions. What do you love about your mom? What do you and your mom do that's fun? You'll see some of these kids. My my mom makes, you know, goofy faces with me. Or my mom makes me laugh. Or my mom takes me to get my nails done. My mom takes me to the park. We always go to the park on, you know, Sunday after church. Your kids are not paying attention. And hear me when I say this because I'm saying this to myself as well. Your kids are not paying attention to how perfect your cupcakes turned out. How perfect your messy bun is. Whether or not you had makeup on today. Whether you got out of your pajamas or you didn't. Whether you wear leggings every single day because you work from home. Or whether you wear a suit. They're really not even looking at the amount of time that they're getting with you. They're looking at the quality. What are you doing with them in the time that you have? The truth is we can all do better. But another truth is, is that we are all also doing just fine. We're all moms. We're leaders in our homes. We are the coordinator of chaos in most days. But we're not perfect. I think we all have this flawed understanding of what motherhood is supposed to look like at any given stage, whether you've got newborns, whether you've got school-age kids, whether you've got grown kids, teenagers, it doesn't matter. I think we all have a skewed vision of what certain stages and ages are supposed to look like instead of just letting those stages and ages happen however they're going to. So, be easy on yourself, mama. Give yourself some patience. Give yourself some grace. Do we need to work on our patience? On our attitude? On our yelling? That one's for me. On our faithfulness? Do we need to ask God to guide us a little bit more? Ask him to make us into the mother that he created us to be. Because he created us. And he knew that one day you would be a mom. Ask him to make you into the mom 
that he created you to be. And then let go and let him do it. We're always going to be running this race of trying to be a mom. And it does always seem to feel like a race. But our children are blessings. And motherhood is a blessing. And instead of being overwhelmed with mom guilt, we should embrace the opportunity to look more towards God. Our children have a front row seat to watch us in our faithfulness. And they see everything, even if you don't realize that they see it. And if we are transparent with our struggles and how we go to God to overcome them, then our children will see that from us. And they will know that that is okay for them and that they should take their struggles to God when they have something on their heart or when they're struggling with something in their mind. When struggles come into their lives, we as mamas can't always fix it. And we know that. And that's one of the hardest things as a mom. But are we showing them how to help get themselves through it at the same time? As moms, it's our job to show them how and when and why to take all of their problems and lay them at Jesus' feet. So, be the humble leader. Also be a learner. Let God take you through the mom guilt and just love and love some more. Our babies love us no matter what. And they are paying attention to absolutely nothing except what we're doing. They see us when we look in the mirror. They see us when we look at them. So just look at them and love them. Thanks for coming back, mamas. I hope to talk again soon. Hey guys, it's Wyatt. If you like my mom podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Hey mama, real quick before you go, make sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a comment. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll come back for another episode of For God So Love the Mom.